Social Conversations. Let's welcome um, Asive Landra, who is uh, the national spokesperson for the South African Union of Students. Thank you very much, Asive, for joining us. And uh, it's it's the first time we are speaking in this uh, 2023. How have you been? Uh, good evening, uh, Patricia. And uh, I've been well. Thank you. And compliments to you and also to your listeners. <clears throat> Hey, uh, Siva, uh, you know, I wonder when it's going to be that you and I speak and there's something great, you know, great milestones that we are marking. We are always speaking and things are terrible. Here we are, we are talking of lives lost, uh, lives being threatened at a university that is that is quite, you know, historical for us. A, a university that... Uh, a lot of our leaders went to um, Forte University. The, chan- the vice chancellor of the of the university is saying, "I need help." the The president must know that his safety um, needs to be ensured because there's been so many attempts on him, and now his bodyguard has passed away. When sort of things like this come out to you as a South African Union of Students, what is your first reaction? I think, uh, Patricia, maybe we must start by uh, really proffering our utmost or rather most heartfelt condolences uh, to the family of Dadu Vesele, who was obviously the protector to the Mm -hmm. vice-chancellor. Really, it is tragic. Uh, we were obviously alarmed uh, by, uh, by, 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 by the attempted assassination on the, on the, on, on the vice chancellor and obviously even more devastated at the loss of life in that attempt. Uh, but I wish I could say that we were surprised and uh, we were not surprised uh, because uh, the reality is that there has been for the longest time a raging and a sustained uh, a criminal syndicate uh, uh, that is ravaging institutions of higher learning. Uh, this is informed by many uh, realities uh, and, and material conditions in institutions of higher learning, uh, some of them being the fact that, in fact, majority, or rather many of our institutions, actually are in, in, even in municipalities that are big, in fact, the the institutions have bigger budgets than the municipalities in which they reside, meaning that the money that is in those institutions is so much, and obviously that makes it a breeding ground for corruption, especially when the sector is set up in the manner in which it it is set up. Every time I have spoken with you, Patricia, I have told you that unless and until we're able to restructure higher education, uh, uh, we are going to see some of these things. Because, for instance, take uh, uh, what has happened in Fort and what is allegedly happening as it pertains to the corruption. It is exactly this uh, discoordinated sector in which where a university will have a, 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 a billions in their budget, seven billion rand of a budget, and in that budget, in the, 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 they, are not, they do not subscribe to the broader legislative framework of the country that all other public institutions would. Uh, they are operating as silos and ivory towers in which 
it's a few individuals, including, unfortunately, even members of the executive in those institutions and a few council members and a few there and there uh, student leaders uh, who are in the pockets of these uh, corrupt uh, people and, uh, and also certain business personnel and even certain politicians where they are almost shielded from accountability as they should as a public institution and they deal uh, uh, in, uh, and, and they set their own rules in terms of how they deal with tenders. Tenders sometimes that are to the tune of hundreds of millions. So up until we coordinate the sector and remember and realize that these are public institutions and we coordinate the whole sector, we are going to unfortunately have uh, these challenges that we are having in these institutions. Have you spoken to any of the students? I know academic uh, work is, you know, starting slowly and it's mainly registrations in higher education institutions. But have any of the students who actually attend Forte um, given you their views as to how they are feeling? Are they feeling their safety is threatened now there's, uh, the, that there's been a hit? Yes, uh, obviously they have. Uh, uh, but unfortunately for our students, the feeling of unsafeness has been a sustained perpetuating feeling for the longest time. I mean, uh, a few months ago, uh, or at least uh, uh, yeah, almost a year ago, they suffered uh, the loss of one of their own who was uh, maimed and chopped up and put into a suitcase in, uh, from a student residence off campus. So unfortunately, uh, 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 although as devastating as this was what happened to the vice chancellor is, this is unfortunately the daily reality for the majority of students across the country. And many of them are murdered uh, uh, and uh, uh, raped. And uh, so there's been many uh, crimes, uh, gruesome crimes that have been committed against our students that makes them to feel unsafe on a daily basis. So obviously this would have alarmed them as it would us. But unfortunately, oh, I wish I could say that this was the, uh, the, the, the incident uh, that makes them to feel unsafe, but they've generally been feeling like this because, as I say, that for the majority of them, they have really been living in unsafe uh, conditions uh, uh, across the country, not just only in Forte. What can be done then, Asive, to ensure protection of students, vice chancellors, um, the the professors and staff within the universities? Because it's 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 very scary that th- these are the realities that students who are the future of tomorrow are living under such conditions of fear. Number one, as far as the institutions are concerned, I think that the government needs to take a more decisive role in terms of coordinating the sector. We must build a unitary sector. We must build a single coordinated sector, a sector whereby we know that in terms of its operations, in terms of, because you see, if you, if you have strong accountability mechanisms and you, and you reinforce uh, the, 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 the systems of the institutions with that of the state, including but not limited to uh, having, uh, uh, as for instance, now the SIU had been brought in there, but having your auditor general that said, as the auditor general would go auditing municipalities, if you integrate uh, the, the, the systems that we are currently using and all other public institutions with that of institutions, you will have better accountability number one, but also number two, you will not have individuals directly responsible for uh, uh, hundreds of millions, which will make them 
prey to uh, uh, scrupulous and uh, corrupt uh, uh, individuals. Uh, so you will take that burden of responsibility from individuals and make it that of the state. Secondly, vice chancellors and uh, uh, university executives must read themselves of, you know, we feel sorry, obviously, and we regret what has happened to Prof. Bushung. But we are also not oblivious to the fact that this is also, unfortunately, also a repercussion of the same institutional autonomy that they have so jealously guarded to a point where, you know, we are now where we are today, which we must also, by the way, also caution the vice chancellor. We agree that uh, uh, the state must intervene uh, decisively to provide protection for him, for the executive, but also for the students. But I don't think we're at a point where we are going to rewrite uh, uh, and restructure our whole uh, uh, security uh, uh, you know, systems in the country, specifically for the vice chancellor. And in the event, he must be careful and uh, cautious not to undermine other institutions, uh, public institutions, uh, such as the South African Police Service. Uh, 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 we agree that there are main inefficiencies, but we are a constitutional organization where there is no one whom we will allow to undermine public institutions. Uh, 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 so there seems also to be a sentiment of that happening, and we want to caution the Vice Chancellor very uh, uh, humbly so to say that he must be careful, he must not uh, fall prey and uh, fall, uh, yes, uh, to, uh, to a point where he undermines our state apparatuses and institutions. I, we're not saying he must not be critical of them, but he must not undermine them to a point where he believes only the president can intervene. Uh, by the way, as we have said, it is tragic what has happened in Forte, but it is not special. It is happening across all universities and colleges in South Africa. Hence, even college principals and certain vice chancellors of universities are walking around with bodyguards. Uh, thirdly, the safety of our students is of paramount importance to us. Less than, or rather, almost 70% of students, as we speak, are still not being able to be given accommodation and housed inside the universities. Now, why is this important? Because what we see is that levels of crime are far less in in, in, in student residences that are on campus as compared to off-campus student accommodations and where there seems to be and concentration of students outside campuses. The crime levels have, are absolutely a, a, a ridiculous in those off-campus student accommodations. So we're saying the department working with universities must strengthen and ensure that student residences, in particular those that are off-campus, that they meet a, a few minimum standards that will ensure the safety and security of our students. That include, but not limited to, 24-hour uh, CCTV cameras in those student accommodations, that the structural integrity of those residences must meet certain standards in terms of uh, security gates, etc., and uh, uh, there must be access control as there is in those residences that are on campus. And lastly, also we are saying that we need a coordinated public, sorry, rather a transport uh, a service that will transport our students to and fro institutions of higher learning because a lot of them fall prey to being, they, they get raped, they get murdered, and they get mugged when they commute between their institutions or where they are, their classes and where they stay. Because some classes, by the way, 
end as late as nine o'clock. And we also appreciate that libraries are on campus. And so some of them have to study across the night uh, or at least leave the, uh, the, the university around 11, around 12. There must be a transport service that will be dedicated to ensuring that our students are safe as they commute. This will deal with some of these issues which we have seen and we will not see uh, the high levels of crime. And I think then our students will also begin to feel safe. And with all the other uh, propositions that I've given here today, even our executive institutions, they will feel much safer. Asifa, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, it is a sad time indeed, but um, what you have said has made sense. We really appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much, Patricia.